are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The following is a cultaholic.com spoiler warning. We're going to be talking about the Raw reunion from last night imminently. Now, if you haven't seen it yet and you want to remain spoiler free, skip ahead by five minutes. Thank you very much. Don't say I didn't warn you. And a very good morning. Tuesday, July 23rd, 2019. Hi, I'm Tom Campbell, and this is your Cultaholic Daily News Podcast. Lots to talk about from last night's big old Raw reunion show. We've got news on John Moxley's next post-WWE endeavor. And which wrestler wants to powerbomb President Trump? More on that soon. I want to post a toast right now to every single son in this arena. They hanging from the roof. And when Stone Cold Steve Austin and the family is at Monday Night Raw, it's going to be a damn good time. And that's all I got to say about that. Everybody, thank you very much. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold sets up. So the Raw reunion happened. It was bookended by John Cena and Steve Austin. But for all the hype and all the build... Good to see lots of old faces again, but I, I feel like there was a lot of stuff they could have done, a lot, lot more stuff they could have done with. A lot of people were just sort of trotted out for a pop, for a bit more like a catwalk at times than a wrestling show. Some of the uh, the big events from it, John Cena started off the whole show, was rapping and dancing with the Usos and Rikishi. The 24-7 championship had a busy night. Drake Maverick beat R-Truth. Pat Patterson then won it. Gerald Briscoe then won it off Pat Patterson. Oh, it's the summer of 2000 all over again. Kelly Kelly beat uh, Gerald Briscoe. Melina beat Kelly Kelly. Alundra Blaze choked out Melina to win the belt. Uh, Alundra Blaze was about to roll back the years to the late 90s and drop said belt into the trash until Ted DiBiase bought it off her. And just as Ted DiBiase was about to leave the arena with the 24-7 championship, he was attacked in his limo by Drake Maverick, who pinned him in the limo to become the 24-7 champion once again. Busy old night for the 24-7 title. Some of the funniest stuff involved that belt tonight. Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe had a pretty disappointing affair that was hampered by ad breaks and nonsense. Seth Rollins and AJ Styles had a... Pretty disappointed affair, hampered by ad breaks and nonsense. And an appearance by The Click, 
who were arguing with the OC, which is the new name for AJ Styles, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the original club. Wasn't the OC a TV show in the noughties? Anyway, so there was the, there was a dis- dispute between the click and the OC. They were like, hey, we had this hand gesture first, so you could all jog on. Thankfully, we didn't see Gallows and Anderson and Styles get a kick in from Hall, Nash, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Waltman and Road Dog, which I was slightly concerned would happen. But no, it didn't happen. It's fine. Um, the offer to join Monday Night Raw for the night wasn't just extended to guys not working anymore, but it was extended to AEW and Impact Wrestling and Ring of Honor. The only person that accepted that invite was Rob Van Dam, who was currently having a bit of a renaissance in Impact Wrestling. But he turned up and did this weird bit with Sergeant Slaughter, the Hurricane, and Kurt Angle, where they sort of rushed Sami Zayn while he was having a match with Rey Mysterio. Very odd. Mick Foley was attacked by Bray Wyatt. Good to see somebody young getting something over on one of the older guys. And Steve Austin wrapped up the entire show with a huge toast. Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, and Ric Flair were the three focuses of the night. Deeper dive into last night's Raw reunion on the Cultaholic Reactions video, which is on the YouTube channel right now. We'll be doing Raw graded later on today as well. And the WTF moments with Ross are back later on today as well. So moving away from the Raw reunion, John Moxley is about to make a reunion of sorts with angry fighting as Game Changer Wrestling has announced John Moxley is going to take on Josh Barnett at Bloodsport 2 at the Showboat in Atlantic City, Saturday, September 14th. You're going to be able to watch this on iPay-Per-View through Fight TV as well. This is going to be very special because John Moxley entering sort of an MMA-style pro wrestling hybrid type environment, the sort that kind of made guys like Matt Riddle. I'm very excited to see what he will do in Bloodsport. Sending best wishes to Flip Gordon, who's experiencing some awful, awful injury timing. He was revealed as the newest member of Marty Skrull's Villain Enterprises at ROH's Best in the World. Moments after the reveal, he hit a 450 splash and tore his tricep and two ligaments. Now, the good thing about this is he doesn't need surgery. He just needs to rest it up and it'll heal. But we don't know when Flip will be back. I'm just gutted. Like, this was going to be the start of something really big for Flip Gordon. And it still will, because Flip Gordon's incredible. Speedy recovery, Flip. Get back on it. Kevin Owens continues to be a standout microphone performer on the Blue Brand. And yesterday, he put out this video ahead of SummerSlam, which gives a little indication as to where his rivalry with Shane McMahon is going. Shane, I know you plan on addressing me on SmackDown Live, so I figured I would address you right here, right now, because I have this overwhelming need to tell you that as a human being, I consider you to be nothing more than a disgusting, rotting piece of garbage. But I actually think you're even worse than that as a businessman. Because we know what's about to happen. SummerSlam's right around the corner. And before we know it, you're going to announce yourself in a match at SummerSlam. But when you do that, why don't you put yourself in a match at SummerSlam against me? You know, because SmackDown Live has been a one-man show for far too long now. And Tuesday nights have become nothing more than a vehicle for you to, to come out and tell everybody how great you are and, and to feed your own giant ego and for you to belittle everybody around you. And, and quite frankly, I can't take it anymore. It makes me sick, makes me want to throw up, and I just can't, it, I just can't take it anymore. So how about this? You take this match at SummerSlam, Shane, and if you beat me... I'll quit. I'll leave.
Now, whether this means Kevin Owens is going to be stepping away from SmackDown, maybe this means that Shane McMahon will match it and say, okay, I'll put my job on the line as well. I'll quit if I can't beat you. And then maybe we'll see the back of Shane McMahon for a little while. If anybody needs a little bit of rest from TV, it's Shane McMahon. And you may have seen this already, but in case you haven't, we've got big AEW news coming tomorrow. Nice big splash graphic appeared on Twitter yesterday. AEW logo in it. And the words, we've got some big news coming very soon. Hashtag, are you elite? And that was from the Twitter account at AEW on TNT. I wonder what this could be. Maybe, maybe they've got new t-shirts coming out. It, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what this is going to be. And the nice part is, we ain't going to wait long for it. Just over 24 hours time, we'll know what their plans are. And finally, Dave Batista wasn't at Raw Reunion last night because, well... He's currently on the media trail for his new movie, Stuber. Drax from off of Guardians of the Galaxy took part in Sports Illustrated's Unimportant Questions. And uh, we found out a lot about the uh, political mentality of Dave Batista. And if you could Batista bomb one person in the world, who would it be? Donald Trump. <laughs> it's too late now for Batista Flair 2020. So Batista Flair 2024? Make America great again or I'll Batista bomb you. That'll do it for the Cultaholic Daily News podcast for today. Coming up on the YouTube channel, off the back of Raw Reunion, you can already watch the reactions from Adam Pacitti and Jack the Jobber, who watched it live. Uh, we've got graded and WTF moments that will be dropping in mere hours' time. And at Cultaholic.com right now, the latest on a massive ladder match added to AEW All Out. That'll do it for today. I've been Tom Campbell. I will speak to you tomorrow. I love you. Bye. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.